Be Mitch and Finley, 106.7 The Fan. Make sure you're following along on social media. Uh, you can follow Brian on Instagram at bmitch30. Follow Brian on Twitter at bmitchlivenbcs. Sound just rolled off your tongue? Yeah, just you got it. That 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 rolls off your tongue like Washington Commanders. <laughs> That's about how well yeah, what, that what, rolls. What did the what did the Texas driver Texas driver do? Y'all say it? That's what you cheer for? Who laughed at y'all yesterday? It was the guys at the craps table. At the craps table. <laughs> Because we kept asking, so we were all betting the hard hard eight. So forty four is what we needed, and I was screaming for John Riggins. That's all I was screaming. I was uh-huh. just like, John Riggins. That's probably why my voice is shot. Um, yeah, that may be one of the reasons. One of a, a number of reasons. <laughs> uh, we also had a cool moment. I don't know if I got to talk to you about this, and perhaps we discussed it last night, and I've forgotten. Um, we went to this bar in Scottsdale which the last time I was there was with Tandler. And it was, um, I, you know me well enough, B, that I'm rarely, like, you are much more in tune with your, like, emotions and, like, understanding life and death and all of it. Mm-hmm. And I am, uh, I'm a pretty typical Irish Catholic in that I just ignore all of that and then occasionally it bubbles up and I flip out. Mm-hmm. I think you're aware of that too. Oh yeah. Um, but it, dude, I had like a minute last night at this, this. It's this old dive bar in Scottsdale called the Coach House Inn, Coach House Restaurant, something like that. Is that really the name? Okay, because I know we thought it was the stage. He coach. was, he was incorrect. <laughs> I was correct. Um, but B, it was, it was, it was crazy standing in this little room again when the last time I was there yeah. was with Tandler. And he had when all mo- these college girls singing with him. And he was having the time of his life. Man. When that moment hit you, though, it's like nothing you can do about it. Dude, I had experience it. I had to call my wife. I, I like, called Lauren. I was like, hey. Uh, she's like, you all right? I was like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And then, like, dude, life and death is so bizarre because I started thinking about my father. And, yeah. like, y- y- your brain is a hell of a wet, like a yeah. mechanism. You're right about that. Um, all right, we got the big man here. Mitch, Mitch Tischler joins the program. Good morning, Mitchell. How do you do? Gentlemen, how are you? We're good, man. How you feeling? I feel better than JP's voice looks. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel okay, but I, I definitely sound poor. Um, this is what usually happens Super Bowl week, though. Just our voices get, get gone. You were talking about yelling for John Riggins yesterday. We were also yelling for the Tressway Five a lot. Dude, you I want to know the coolest moment? Yesterday, we're playing craps, and the point is four, mm-hmm. which is not really a, a high-volume number to hit in craps. Yeah. And we're talking about who are the best uh, 31s or 13s, because, you know, when you're playing craps, you're desperate to, like, figure out how you're going to get there. Mm-hmm. I was and, yelling for Anthony Armstrong, 13. So I was yelling for Reggie Miller, because I, I feel like Reggie Miller – is probably the greatest 31 of all time. And I thought it was you. I guess it was Phillips. That said. Somebody goes, all I need is one cam curl. curl. Yeah. 31. Next roll, boom, 31 cam curl. We all get paid. There you go. And the table went nuts. That was probably one of the times you heard us screaming (laughs) from across the casino. Um, We were doing a lot of screaming, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, y'all definitely were. One of the things that stood out to me, 
yesterday uh, with Ron talking and kind of throughout his tenure is this notion that, like, he can't talk about his free agents because he knows they're going to their agent's going to use it against them. And it, he it, it doesn't make sense. Brian, he did it yesterday <laughs> with Taylor Heineke. <laughs> Listen, man. He's a quarterback. The whole world has watched him play. People know. People know what you're feeling and thinking before you say anything. And the mere fact that if you can't compliment your players, what, what I tell you all about, like, Andy Reid and, and, and even Coach Gibbs, how he was, where Coach Gibbs and Andy Reid – they made you feel like you were so much a part of everything to where you took ownership in it. He's now saying, oh, no, we can't make them ever be comfortable and make them feel good because then they're going to use it against me. That doesn't make any damn sense. For a man who, listen, from when I first met Ryan, I thought he was a very intelligent dude. That stuff he's been saying lately, I don't know who taught him that. That's not leadership uh, material right there. Nobody is telling you don't ever compliment your guys. You want guys to run through a damn wall for you and you won't give them a compliment? <laughs> and, and it's ironic because the team propped up Terry McLaurin so much when they were going through the name rebrand and all that, yes! which was before he got his contract. Obviously, Terry could have, if, if, if a player or agent were going to use that as leverage, they would use that the organization is propping up this could-be yeah. free agent to be the face of the franchise before he signs a new deal. And now we're talking about cam curl deals or other players you know what may ha- what may happen with them and you can't talk about how important they are to your football team that's crap of course they are them. everyone knows that that's total crap hole in my book it just it, i i recognize that i'm a little off i'm a little bit nuts okay like i, I I'm, I'm i'm putting my cards on the table you want me to be emotionally honest brian i'm a little bit crazy mm-hmm but I like to think I make sense. Like most of the time, most of the time, my decisions make sense and they're like logical. We're now landing in a place where we're going to play the audio when we come back from break. But it sounds like Ron is choosing to challenge Chase Young in the media about picking up an option year on a contract. <laughs> I, whether or not that's the right decision, you can argue it's the right decision. You got a guy coming off injury who had a really down year before the injury. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to tell me the football decision-making process is sound, I get it. But if you want to have any leverage with a player that – Anybody that's approaching free agency, we can't even discuss. Mm-hmm. But you're going to publicly bring this up that you might not pick up the option yeah. publicly? Yeah. And, it, am it, I crazy? Like You're not crazy because you killed it, any it, – if it you're trying like, to move them, if you're trying to move them, don't you killed anybody. your leverage. Yeah. But I think there's been times where the, the, the thought and the, the, he's always said, well, I don't do anything in the media. But with certain people, he does everything in the media. And I would just happen to say that players or agents are not stupid. They pick up on it. So when you sit here and say, well, I can't talk about these guys, can't say this, can't say that, don't say it about anybody then. Because you show your hand. I mean, I got I to be honest. We're at a point with Ron Rivera where it feels like 
with every time that he speaks, they're kind of he's kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. See which one is important. This one, this matters this week. It doesn't matter next week. We can talk about this player. We can't talk about this player. It's it's uh it's it's confounding. Yeah. Totally agree. I, I mean, I I I I really want to dive into this Chase Young thing because now I mean, Ron said on the record publicly, yeah, we really goofed up not getting a Deron Payne extension done. You think? <laughs> and and so, I mean, what I heard yesterday, they're clearly going to tag Payne. You can't after you can't come back and and second guess everything, bro. That should be real. Let's just be totally real about that. It is important and valuable to look at your decision making and try to assess where you went right and where things went wrong. Mm-hmm. Like that is that's a valuable life tool, no matter what your job is. But if we're not allowed to talk about the value of free agents, and you're, and you're like, yeah, we probably should have gotten a pain deal done. When you when you tag Deron Payne, I don't know this. I want to be crystal clear. I don't know this. I'm not reporting anything. But I've covered Deron since his rookie year. Mm-hmm. The, the young man just exploded. He had a monster, monster season. Yep. How pissed off is he going to be when you tag him? Oh. You didn't uh, try to sign me. Now that I had a good year, you want to come back and act like you cared about me? You drafted for Darian Mathis to take my position. He knows all that. Yo, people are not stupid, man. How pissed off is Duran going to be when they tag him? Mm. And then, perhaps, imagine this scenario. Duran already is the only defensive lineman. You know that locker room, B. Mm-hmm. You walk in in the middle, right? You got receivers to your left, quarterbacks over in the corner, yep. tight ends. The defensive linemen are basically across the locker room across from where the receivers are. And they're all pretty much there, and they're all pretty much like there's always a lot of shenanigans going on. Like they're rowdy and they're fun mm-hmm. and they're funny. And James Smith-Williams and Casey Tuhill are like not the leaders of the pack or anything, but they're always like talking and laughing and mm-hmm. arguing. Like, dude, like locker room stuff. Like that's what you want. Yeah. Duran's locker. Far opposite corner by the showers, which is, who cares? Mm-hmm. Put your locker wherever you want. Maybe he wanted a corner where he, you get more space. Yeah. But I, I can't help but notice his locker is already on the opposite side of the room of from everybody people. in his position group. Yeah. Now you're going to tag him? <laughs> now you're going to tag him? <laughs> they deserve no benefit of the doubt, but maybe they want to piss off Deron Payne. Maybe they want an angry Deron Payne sitting there playing. Maybe that was part. Maybe that's part of what broke him out this year. How's it going to go with Chase Young then? When you tell him you're not picking up his option, how's that going to go? I think how, gonna... I'm just. How's that going to go? We're going to find out when we return right here on Beamish and Finley.